0: back yes we're live uh two guys two mics two pints the bottled soccer podcast this is episode number 69 i'm nestor and i'm joined here by Henrissimo. Yes, what sir. you doing man
1: well
2: just uh you know ready to enjoy another week for the good guys and uh <laughs> and, and everything that encapsules uh if you guys don't know going into the uh international window and, and there's a lot at stake and a lot of excitement around it uh more so for CONCACAF, but yeah man uh i guess that's that's where my head's at currently
0: yeah the CONCACAF derby um i guess we can i guess we can start off with that um we've been gone for two weeks man um do some uh
2: unforeseen circumstances some
0: some scheduling conflicts if you will uh but yeah look at it <laughs> levy looking like a uh, grew from uh despicable me <laughs> but uh we're watching Everton, Tottenham. Uh, I didn't get a chance to catch this when I was uh
2: not exactly a barn burner. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know, uh, they try, man. They try. Well, they, well, 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 what else can you ask for? They're real honest clubs, <laughs> the working men's clubs. Yeah, but um,
2: saving men's clubs.
0: Yeah, I guess we can lead off with that. Concacaf um, World Qualif- or World Cup qualifiers. Uh. Mexico versus United States of America, uh, the bad hombres versus the good guys. Um, yeah, man, this this one this one's got a lot of uh, anticipation, a lot of emotion,
2: a lot of uh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, I feel like anticipation for it too, based on on the sentiments from both sides of the camp. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. There's there's obviously the animosity on the field, but even uh, from the youth development teams and the scouting departments, you know, uh, both teams have have been able to secure some big big signings or, not signings, but commitments from players like, you know, Mexico has Araujo now, who was dabbling in the U.S. camp. and, and Julian Araujo, right? Yeah, Julian Araujo. Because they already from, have Nestor Araujo. Yeah, right. Mito Cayo. From, uh, from Galaxy. And then, you know, obviously the big move that we've been harping on for a while now about Pepe, so... There's just a lot of undertones. Obviously, uh, cultural and political things will always be uh, something brought up as well. The neighbors and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what I'm most excited about is just... uh, Well, for myself as a U.S. fan, I'm just glad to see Pulisic back on the team. I don't think he's ready to start, but I feel like this is a, a really good team that the U.S. has brought for this window. And I'm excited to see what they can bring.
0: Um... Well, yeah Mexico's uh, leading the group for the world qualifying so us is really gonna try and make some ground because it's not gonna be the only game for qualifiers but it the most significant one for each one right. and they're always they always have been the two best clubs I mean the two best countries um, with the best talent in that region in this region um uh, I think player for player the teams stack up pretty well against each other um yeah. I mean, obviously, you you know, not too long ago, uh, the U.S. got two two uh, tournament wins over Mexico um,
2: by the slimmest of margins.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if that's going to play a factor, maybe in in the in the emotional part of the game. Right. But there might be as...
2: a, there might be a mental aspect to it. Too. Yeah. Um. I but I don't think it's significant enough yet to where it's in Mexico's head badly. Right. But it's for sure they're they're yeah. definitely thinking about it going into this game.
0: I, I think it's also a well known fact that mexico played them
2: i wouldn't say that um I, I think um mexico managed some parts of the game much better than them but in terms of you know finishing finishing was the biggest issue for mexico uh you know relying on orbelin pineda and yeah. and other players like him um aren't going to give you the best chance to let, win. let me ask you
1: something
0: um yeah. does uh u.s have two tournament wins against mexico if jimenez was healthy
2: I mean, you know, and, and that's the thing that, you know, I, I can't really, I can't really specify because we, there's a lot of factors because if I say, um, you know, if the U.S. fielded two A teams for both tournaments, would we have won by a larger margin? Um, but the fact of the matter is it's hard to really gauge where Jimenez is at, even currently, by the way, because I know it's a brief t- amount of time, but he hasn't exactly lit the league up the way that people have become accustomed to. So I'm led to believe that it wouldn't have made a difference. Um, but I do think they're better. Th- he's better than um, you know, Orbelin Pineda and and then Funes Mori. So you know those those are the chances where a world class player will make the difference and they'll win the game. Regardless, though, I I just can't say that the, the that the US were outplayed. I think there was moments where they were outpossessed for sure. But if you can't create clear opportunities off of that, which Mexico wasn't able to do,
0: apart they from a, f- a
2: few chances, not not yeah. they didn't they didn't create a plethora of chances. Is what I'm trying to get to.
0: I think more than US.
2: And it wasn't by a big margin, right? But, you know, regardless, the and if, if that's anything to say, it just means that the U.S. was more effective and efficient in the in the decisive moments. And it's no secret that despite it maybe not being the most prominent part of the game and the most celebrated, set pieces are a big deal, especially in CONCACAF, especially totally. for international teams. Totally. And that's an area where the U.S. kind of has a, a trump card on a lot of teams. And, you know, some people say that's not football. I understand but you know there is some merit to uh, you that. got yeah
0: i mean it's things you, that you practice for sure i mean you, there are plays that you draw up for set pieces um and i felt like the
2: u.s had a lot of opportunities at set pieces by the way so and, like, and mexico's weak at set pieces yeah but so that's that, that that's just like a, that's
0: always been a thing i'm not sure why right despite right. having pretty good aerial talent
2: yeah if i remember correctly especially in the first game i remember weston mckinney was was a real factor like he had a few clear chances, mm-hmm, yeah. And and I thought that's why in that sense, like it was a really good, it was a really good matchup. It's hard to give it to one or the other. Like obviously, if these were um, uh, World Cup qualifying matches, both could have would have gone down as I, zero, I just zero know yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I just know that those uh, that Mexico controlled a lot of passages of game, and when they were when they were in attack, they were a lot more fluid. Um, mm-hmm. in the in those games, I remember uh. Pulisic not really being a factor in in the uh, the League of Nations or Nations League. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even know what it's called. I always go back and forth on that.
2: Na- yeah, Nations League. Uh, he, oh. you know, that's the one thing I will say that the attackers um, for the U.S. were they played pretty poorly. They relied on on a lot of the midfield and defenders, in fact, to score goals. You know. Yeah,
0: and uh, U.S.'s midf- um, defenders aren't that great. There, uh, uh, a I few think... of
2: them aren't that great. Yeah, like Tim Ream, you know, players like that. But John Brooks right. and and Miles Robinson, I think. That's the eight team. John Brooks won't be here this this window, but um, yeah, that's definitely an area they can improve. But it's not for lack of athleticism; it's more for lack of you know just uh, know how on on position. Just being good defender. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you can get away with being a bad defender if you're athletically gifted, and that's a benefit that the U.S. kind of does yeah. have, you know. Yeah, for sure. And then somebody like John Brooks is athletic and uh, well renowned. That's a Champions League center back, whatever way you want to cut it. Top four Bundesliga. Starting lineup every week, so he's he's a top defender for a lot of people that I know like to doubt him. Um, but truth be told, he's not. Yeah, gonna people be here shit this. on him a lot. Yeah, I and I don't know if it's because he's half German and he's not an MLS product. He never came to the MLS. He's he's not that associated with the US, and I feel like a lot of the fan base really takes pride in that. You know, they love the Brendan Aronson stories and the Gio Reynas and and stuff like that. So I mean,
0: it's yeah, be it's a funny show how they now. celebrate Gio Reina, who kind of got a lot of his schooling. Like football-wise, from Europe, didn't he? Well, of his dad?
2: T- to be fair, yeah, he did, but he came up in the youth ranks at New York City FC and played professionally. Hmm. The, the The greater thing was that he was able to like play with players like Frank Lampard and Pirlo at a very young age, but getting a few minutes and, more importantly, train with them, not play with them so much. But he actually uh, impressed then, and then he went to Dortmund, and he was always in Pulisic's shadow, and some would argue that he's almost eclipsing Pulisic at some points because...
0: I think in terms of talent sure because
2: he's stupid young i mean shit i think he's 18 still so i mean i think yeah without him uh, the u.s is not as good of a team but i think brendan aronson is an next factor i think that's somebody that that people should keep an eye on I, I think he's you know he's talented but what's even better is that his his engine you know his work rate is like bernardo silva-esque uh but bernardo silva is like sets the standard for that kind of thing <laughs> but pressing I think uh, you're gonna look at the U.S. They're gonna want to press Mexico, make them uncomfortable, and and we'll see how that works. Cause Mexico is good with their ball at the ball at their feet for the most part. Sure. I don't know if they're as good as they used to be, and that's gonna be a big well. I factor. think
0: I I think when when Mexico matches up with uh, with U.S. It's important that we don't give Guardado a ton of minutes. You know what I mean? And uh, right. Guardado, as good as he is with the ball, and as but he's one his, of Tata's favorites you know yeah his and as much as much leadership he provides and you know he's great with a long with a long ball I mean he helping it to anybody those legs just aren't there and they're not there for I mean you can give him a run of 25 maybe 30 minutes but that's the max you want to give him right um but you know i would I would hope that that Tata is able to pair up uh álvarez with two other uh, midfielders that are able to run. Alvarez can can take that that pivot role and and ease off uh, pressure from the defense and and help the midfield a lot in, in uh, moving the ball forward. But yeah, Mexico really does have their work cut out for them. I, are are US really are they able to bring their their complete A team, like their best players? Um well, I know we already said that Pulisic's probably not going to get a full run.
2: No, he's not. I don't think he will, but no, I mean, there's players missing due to injury or due to unavailability, uh, for club reasons, things like that. But I mean, that's that's one thing I also tell people is like you're never always you're never ever gonna be able to have your max strength team, for reasons that that just exist. Just you know? a lot of reasons. Health yeah. reasons, injuries, uh, where a, a player is at club level, you know, and you know, so it's John Brooks should have came, but uh, the U.S. Federation isn't happy with his last few performances and despite me wanting to have him i like that kind of pressure being put on a player and he acknowledged it and he's like i understand i got to be better one thing i will say the past few weeks he's been a factor for for um for wolfsburg and he even got team of the week and you know in the champions he got a big result against uh, salzburg yeah
0: i always feel like the the national team has to be earned on merit yeah right so when you have players that are getting called up that don't really play for their clubs yeah, um, i always kind of like what? Why? Why are you getting the call up now? If it's someone undeniable, like
2: like Zach Steffen,
0: sure, or Pulisic or something, that's I get that, right? And even Pulisic right now is like it's kind of iffy because yeah, yeah, he's coming off an injury, and um, I don't like. I also wanted to ask you, how do you feel about Tuhu's comments? I felt like they were out of line.
2: Oh well, you know, you get that from a lot of managers, though. Um, I know but from <laughs> club level like Pep has been Pep has said stuff like that in the past but
0: not God, as I hate often. that I,
2: I do I do too because at the end of the day a player wants to play every single game that he can and especially when, when it's well, time to represent y- his country. yeah and
0: then you are represent there's that added mm-hmm. level they're not getting paid for it yeah and I know I know the clubs are the ones that pay the bills but you, <laughs> like what good is it having a team of all these stars and then
2: just like sheltering them and then and now.
0: then sheltering them is like you got to understand this comes with the territory. You can't have your cake and eat it, you know? Yeah, you I hate know. that saying by the way, but you know, I felt like it applied here. I
2: wish I wish Birchhalter had the nuts to go on the the initial press conference and say like cuz they're going to ask him about that probably. About I'm sure the they already conference. have. Yeah. And they probably already have. And I would have just been like, you know, at the end of the day, if I want to, I'll play him all 180 minutes or whatever uh, whatever amount because you know what? At the end of the day, regardless, he's not getting a full run at Chelsea as it is. So if I can be the one to give him the legs, let me be the one cuz he's clearly not getting the love over there. That that's <laughs> no, not be me. What
0: what what he should say is uh, you, you know, I'll do respect to to Chelsea and and everything but Chelsea's not my problem. The US is my problem. Yeah. My job is to guide them to their best, to play their best, and and having the best players on the field is going to enable me to do that. Yeah. And Pulisic is one of my best players if not yeah, the best player probably, yeah yeah so yeah. so that's where the conversation starts and that's where it ends i don't care about chelsea yeah honestly no yeah you know?
2: and, and and you know the thing is i like it would be insane like say if uh, betty's a uh, pellegrini hit up Tata, he's like hey don't play la don't play him i don't want him to get <laughs> hurt it's like well my boy then play him because some, you know these guys got to play too you right? got
0: some nuts saying that yeah well <laughs> you, you have to you have to. Yeah.
2: You have to, like, but, you know, you're not going like, to get that insist, kind of honesty.
0: To insist on, on, on hey, uh, don't, just watch out for my guy, okay? Uh, like, no, 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 no. The, these were two separate entities. We don't coexist. Right, right. You know? It's like, you This know, was it, the agreement.
2: It's a little tone deaf for me. and Selfish. It, it, it gets me a little upset because it's like, okay, I'd understand if you were playing him, like, you know, well, I know, I know he's coming off an injury, but even yeah. prior to his injury, he was playing like every other game. If that it may be coming on. In yeah, for like twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like w- you know, if anything, let this guy get his legs under him because he, clearly he can't do it at club level right now. And I think I've I've been saying this before, but I'd like for him to leave eventually, if it's next season or the following, um, because we've seen a lot of great wingers play at Chelsea, or even midfielders or uh, not really defenders, but mostly midfielders and attackers, and they don't get their their proper run. And they leave and they become great players, you know, Mo Salah, Cuadrado, uh, you know, the, the the list goes on, it's just a lot of players, De Bruyne, obviously, and and the likes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, I'm feeling... It's a like, lot of
0: cooks in the kitchen on the, on that team, though. It's a very
2: talented team, I will say that, and it's hard yeah. to break in, but yeah, Tupul's well, comments you, were out of line. And,
0: you said Salah, right?
2: Yeah, Salah was at Chelsea, yeah. you know, I mean, there's just these players that you're like, wow, like, <laughs> these guys really played there and, and could have became something, but not every player is able to develop well at a top club like that. You know, it's it's impossible almost.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean it's, you got to have your sacrificial lambs. I mean, yeah. it, it, it doesn't always pan out. Yeah. And it's nice to have, especially when we're talking about national teams. um, Like, like CONCACAF, teams who, I mean, if we're going to be honest, compared to teams like Spain, Brazil, Argentina, you know, having someone that starts for Chelsea or, you know, Liverpool or something is a huge deal. Yeah, for sure. And, and and it's not the same thing for for Argentines or the you know French guys. Um, by the way, we're watching this, and maybe maybe this is just me looking at it with with um, you know biased eyes or something, or just like a shiny new object. But Tottenham look pretty cohesive from what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. And you watch this um won't they work in his magic i know we didn't really get a chance to talk about that last week
2: yeah no i mean Uh-oh. it's really hard to gauge but i mean tottenham should be beating everton if they're really as good as their players suggest they are you know in terms of how highly they're rated and
0: everton started off pretty good this season yeah but uh
2: i mean they're they're hot and cold but yeah no yeah i i do see a i, I see a difference from how they line like up an urgency Reno. as well they have a higher they play a higher line I mean, they they look they look like they actually are pressing the attack. They're not uh, falling back and allowing the opponent to dictate the the you know tempo. So I do I do like that, you know. But it, they're still a work in progress for sure.
0: Yeah, we'll see. uh next weekend. But uh, um going back to the Mexico U.S. game, uh prediction.
2: Yeah. Well, before I get into prediction, I wanted to just quickly get into the formation or the the, the just the players I expect to start. Okay. Anthony Robinson, uh, Yedlin. Uh, Miles Robinson, Tim Ream probably, uh, Matt Turner at keeper, Weston mckinney Tyler Adams, Eunice Musa in the mid, left wing, uh, Aronson, right wing, Wea, and I think right now the man of the hour is Ricardo pepe This game is gonna be super meaningful for him for his family. I think he he has the like, the the balls as Pep's would Pep would say to take this game head on and just perform. So yeah, that that'd be my lineup and. My prediction is one uh, zero, USA. One zero. Yeah, I, I don't think I think it'll be a very uh, heavily like guarded game for both sides. I think both sides are gonna respect each other a lot.
1: Hmm.
0: Man. Um. Well, for for Mexico, well, who's your keeper? Did you say your keeper?
2: I think I said Matt Turner. Mm-hmm. That's who I expect to start uh stefan i don't know if he's in the right form at the moment i mean he's not he hasn't done bad last game he played was against brighton when ederson wasn't able to make it back from the brazilian camp in time so you know stefan played played well clean sheet brighton good opponent Uh, you know he made some key saves as well
0: was he the keeper when uh when they played west ham in the carabao
2: yeah he was he was and uh and that came down to penalties and in penalties, I like Ethan Horvath and Matt Turner much more. But for what he can do with his feet, Zach Steffen is an improvement on Matt Turner.
0: Do Do U.S. play in a way that's going to benefit from that?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's Greg Berhalter's intention. The problem is it hasn't come to fruition unless it's been against opponents that are weaker, you know. But against a team like Mexico, this is why I'm saying I think you have to play safe, boot every ball up. I think that's why Matt Turner starts. I think uh, it's going to be like a shootout, you know, much, very similar to how the cup games went down. Like you said, Mexico could have won and and the U.S. could have won in regulation. It's just going to be a, a dogfight. It's not It's not going to be a pretty game. I think there's going to be a lot of fouls, you know, and maybe Always even is. controversy, maybe some controversy as well. I don't know. I mean, lest, lest we forget, you know. The U.S. won on a penalty that was given to Pulisic that was borderline, really, and and that, that, that's <laughs> yeah. what dictates the game. Yeah, I forgot about that. So it's like that can happen again, but um, I don't know. I just want a good game where it's like, damn, it's entertaining, you know. Of course, I would love a three-no balling, but I I think Mexico are much better than that. I don't. I think they're going to make it very
1: difficult. Yeah,
0: but I mean, even even in games where teams are even, you can still get those kind of results. Right. You know, with uh, a little bit of luck. Yeah, yeah, it's and you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a. It's a, a shutout uh, in terms of the way the football is. It's just the ball happened to roll in. You know, it it uh, can happen. Uh, having said that, man, you know, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, man, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm I don't know why I just see a draw.
2: No, I mean that, that, that's a very realistic I find it find it reason. hard
0: for to see a whole lot separating the two teams, and. Uh, I don't know. I think it's gonna the 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 midfield that that Tata goes with is gonna be super important because you still have not only to supply the attack, which I think is okay. Uh, although I don't know if 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 uh, Tecatito is in a real moment to because I think Jimenez is a shoe-in starter. Yeah. And to, uh, yeah. I mean, on form too, I think Chicharito should have gotten called up. That's oh, well, yeah. that's just my my opinion. I on, really don't on...
2: understand what's the what's the gripe there. You know that he should. Like, clearly, I mean, it, he's outscoring guys who are playing in Liga Amequis, and I think the leagues are not too dissimilar in terms of level of football. I still think Liga Amequis is slightly above, but dropping yeah. 17 in the MLS equates whatever these guys are dropping in Liga
0: Amequis. And he didn't get a full run. No, he's, he, he missed, missed like a lot of matches. I think he missed, like, 12 games or something like that. Playing on
2: a team that lacks creativity as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think it's a mistake not to call him up, and I don't understand the reasoning. But Yeah,
0: yeah. um... But I think he is the shoe-in starter, and uh, I saw someone put a lineup that had Orvelin starting over Decatito, and I found that really interesting. I think another like uh, maybe dark horse uh, starter, if he is even called up, is uh, Antuna. Right. I think right. every time he gets a call up, and he, and he's he's just a menace on the right. His his end product is terrible, but the way he zooms down that down that right flank, man, that guy's that guy's crazy. Yeah, and, and you,
2: I'm oh, sorry to cut you off, but you might know this better than me, but apparently the last two players that Gerardo uh, Martino, Tata, is is, uh, mm-hmm. is split down, is between, and this is for mid, the midfield position, I think, if not uh, defensive, Estiva Sepulveda or Johan Vazquez. I don't know if you're familiar with those players. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: Johan Vazquez. Um,
2: I don't know, who who would you pick between those two? Because that's the, the latest coming from the Mexico camp. So.
0: I, I guess Johan Vazquez, but I wouldn't start them.
2: Right, right. Oh well, those um, are just the fringe players. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. I'm, I'm thinking in the midfield, if because I have, uh, um, uh, Chuki on the left, on the midfield, you would put, uh, uh, Al- Alvarez, who's having like a player of the season type, uh, season in, uh, in the Dutch league. Right. Um, as a pivot and to, to help decongest, uh, having Luis Romo and uh, and Sebastian Cordova.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, those
0: guys have legs, they have technique. Creativity. They have. Yeah. They have. Uh, yeah, some t- creativity. I mean, they're, they're they're pretty uh, pretty good. Uh, Swiss Army knives. Uh, and then for the defense, you know, I'm honestly, uh, I, I think the defense is yeah. is a very big weak point for Mexico right now, and keeper. Uh, yeah, that, that, uh, they're memo. still
2: figuring out the keeper situation. Maybe David Ochoa can. I, another guy who I failed to mention that the the Mexico was able to nab off of the U.S. who. Maybe it's not a realistic option for the U.S., but a, a really good, like, supplement to have. I think uh, in two years' time, or maybe even by the time of the World Cup, don't be surprised if David Ochoa is making a stake for, for that number one position.
0: Ahead of Memo? I th- well, Memo's still really good.
2: I think he's solid, but, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know if he's... If if allowing him to play would stunt the growth of this next keeper, I'd prefer to play the, the young keeper, but, you know... It's tough when because Memos a legend, right? It's hard to displace yeah. him, and that's and the he's harder. still good. <laughs> I, I think he's good, but I don't think he's as good as he used to be. That's just my opinion, but I because I I mean as a as a goalkeeper, sometimes you can continue to get better. You know, I la you or, or keep Buffon. or keep
0: a keep a, a like a sustained level. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but I mean, the, you can't the, go wrong. The
0: crazy thing up until now is that Mexico hasn't had a clear person where it's like, okay, Memo's been there a long time. Very long But time. but now we have someone that's clearly better, and, and Mexico doesn't have that. And that's like, why I was
2: saying the that's why the David Ochoa pickup was very good. For and me. also you
0: have that dude from Santos, and you have yeah, dudes right. like Talavera and and uh, Chuy Corona who are a bit older now.
2: Yeah, Talavera for me is like that's like last resort, man. Cause yeah, I feel like it's like when an NBA team brings in like a, <laughs> an extra guard from the D League because they need numbers. Like I think, and not, and he's a solid keeper, but I don't think he's Mexico level. When you've seen guys like Mm -hmm. Osvaldo Sanchez, you know Memo Choa, yeah. Uh, Even for me, and he's on the bench for all those guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: So it's like shit. Like how are we gonna just stoop down to Talavera? But but, there's
0: like. There's Cota, and like I said, the dude from from Santos, the dude with the he long hair. He looks sharp. Yeah, I he's sure. good. Yeah, he he makes like those acrobatic saves. Yeah, like and from, he
2: has a swag for it too. He has a long hair headband, the long hair,
0: and the headband. Yeah, I,
2: um, I I like players like that that can kind of like offer some character. To yeah, the team. yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, and he's a loud motherfucker too. Yeah. So um, yeah, me- Mexico's they've always been good with keepers, but they never had the the, depth, the point really. the point that stands right now for me is no one's clear over Memo and. And for someone to, to take his place, they're going to have to be clear, like yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I don't see it. And that's not because I think that Memo Chau is the best keeper of all time. I just think that that's, that, just, that's the just the level. way Mexico operates. I mean, we still have fucking Guardado on the pitch. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's crazy not coming to think of it, too, because, like, th- that's one area the U.S. has never really struggled in, you know. Like, going back to, the, like, the last cycles, it was obviously Tim Howard, oh, and, yeah. and then you had Luzan, Guzan, you know, Casey, Casey Keller, Keller. Mm-hmm. And, and a few other, uh, you know goalkeepers that are playing at a high level so it's like man you know you yeah. take that for granted but i think as soon as they lock down that position and and maybe a, a good young center back partnership for the future which i'm not too familiar with like current prospects for mexico i think that's that's an area that you know because i feel like attacking wise they're they're set already i mean uh maybe they they needed that new nine that you like you said Pepe could have been and that's why that is a a, a loss for mexico but yeah i think so um You know, in between Cordoba and El Chicote and other other players that are still young, I'm like shit. There's still some, some, some honey to be sucked from that flower.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think Mexico needs to have an urgency in, in getting players to develop outside their own land. Uh, And I don't think they felt that. But you look over the other side of the fence, and you're seeing all these dudes starting to develop younger and younger, and and dudes that are growing up in or that are playing within MLS. That are being eyeballed ball. for yeah. moves to Europe, and uh, I think that's the move next. And I don't think Mexico is going to get too left too far behind. I, no, somehow was,
2: at some time they're going to have to catch up. Yeah, in that, in that respect. Yeah, and yeah in that aspect.
0: Because yeah. uh, for the longest time Mexico was like clearly superior, and then you know U.S. has closed the gap in terms of talent. So I, I felt like Mexico's always been able to keep up, but now it's 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 a uh, it's time to catch up. Yeah, catch up. Sheesh, but, uh,
2: Fabian Duff, man. This guy's really like a Swiss Army knife for Everton. He's he's like <laughs> making tackles, trying to like Let's go back run to the, the
0: basics.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I'm super excited. You never gave your prediction. Oh, and no, he said draw. A draw. draw. That, that's a reasonable but, one. But
0: but you know what? An entertaining one too. Too.
2: Yeah, I think they'll they'll yeah. be uh, like I said, it, controversy never shies from these fixtures, and I think I'm gonna try my best to watch it that night. I'm I want to go to the pub. We'll see. <laughs> See how that pans out, but yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, uh, there's also like other games that day. I think El Salvador plays Jamaica. That's a decent match. I think. Sure. Jamaica's actually bringing most of their players now. So Leon Bailey, Ravel Morrison. I I don't think Mikel Antonio's committed. So, but I mean. Yeah, he's uh, he's blue balling them, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think he sees that it's they don't have much to work with. You know, he's he's gonna be no use if well, he can't get service. Well, but
0: but. Here's the other thing is, he's playing fucking great for West Ham. Yeah,
2: he's, he's third on the scoring list at the moment. Uh,
0: and besides that, he's just playing at such a high level. Are we at a point where Southgate has to be like, okay, Harry Kane's playing <laughs> like shit. The, uh, Calvert-Lewin hasn't been healthy uh, and is inconsistent, if I'm being honest. Who else is better than Mikel Antonio ahead of those guys? And I don't even think Calvert-Lewin is better. The only one I can see is clear above him is um, Harry Kane, yeah, who's... Yeah. Going through this, he's having a shit season. slumpiest of slumps.
2: Yeah, but I, and I I dated this back to last year. I wanted him at City, you know, because I think uh, he's so dynamic. I mean, I remember when when he used to play right back, you know, and then he played right mid, and now he's a striker. He can use his body. He's quick. He can finish with little little windows. Mm-hmm. I think I mean it's a big mistake for for England not to call him up because in terms of target men, just so strictly target men, which he's more than that, by the way. But I mean, just a big body. Like you said nobody's fucking with them. I mean, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's too busy trying on skirts and and, <laughs> and Harry Kane can't fucking hit a barn door and it, so yeah, it's yeah, yeah, be a yeah. perfect time. I mean, Yeah, and
0: me. and Southgate still doesn't call him up.
2: Yeah, and Danny Ings was was a guy kind of knocking on the door, now he's going through injury woes, so which is expected that, at his that, age. that's well that's what he does. Yeah, but top player when when he's healthy he's there. Um sometimes that's I fun. I look at Vardy though and I'm like Shit, like this cat should still be playing there. Well,
0: he's hasn't been playing all that great either. But he's Lester's he's up going there through a close. through a through a down sh- yeah, sure.
2: But no, yeah, it's not his best season. But I think Lester are, are struggling.
0: And that's you know, and I, I feel like that's a trajectory that Vardy is gonna continue. He's I think he's seen his best days. Uh, ah yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think uh I think Mikel Antonio is kind of doing like really doubting whether he should join Jamaica after all.
2: He would identify more with, with England by far. I anyway, think. yeah. So if he had a choice, I mean, not only from, like, you know, logistics and being closer, like, proximity and all. The, the flight from Jamaica to, to the UK is no joke. It's, it's a fucking annoying flight. You know, it's like a, transatlant, a transatlantic.
0: It was a four-hour flight?
2: Yeah, maybe more, maybe more. and Unless they, they're going on some supersonic shit, which is, is possible on the ocean. Cause the problem is supersonic flights can't go across the nation because they the the noise is too loud for homes. But on the ocean, it can. So maybe he does have that private jet, you know?
0: Well, you know, whatever flight he's gonna be, it's gonna be a comfortable one. Comfortable Come one,
2: on. a few waitresses for one guy. Um, you you guys can make what you want out of that. But <laughs> I'd love to see him in Concaca. I, I mean, shit, dude. I, as me, I have some Jamaican heritage in my in my family. I'll oh, probably buy boss his jersey. It. Yeah. So I mean, that is fucking dope. But no boss it. Yeah, he'll he'll do amazing. He'd probably be the best, the best or second best striker in the region. Uh, you know, he meant as being the best, but he's not too far behind, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, uh, man. Uh, I, th- I guess, but Southgate really has some thinking to do. Or, I mean, yeah. what is he thinking if he's not calling up?
2: Well, he'll probably just call up Jay Adams, right?
0: <laughs> well, he's Scottish.
2: Oh, I mean, not Che Adams. Sorry, uh, Ollie Watkins.
0: Ollie Watkins. Ollie- oh, oh, God. Yeah. He did get a call-up, didn't he? Yeah, no, he did. He did. Man. And ah, if shit, that's, that's not some time. favoritism shit, I don't know what it is. Because uh, Mikel Antonio had a great year last season. He still wasn't getting call-ups. But Watkins was somehow.
2: It's just he's, he's a little bit too uh, ethnic, if you will, you know? Uh, <laughs> how do you say? Nah. But, um... Yeah, man, we'll see. It'd be nice to see him in CONCACAF. Yeah, yeah. But that's going to be a decent game, though. Uh, El Salvador is not a terrible team as they used to be, but they're still very beatable, and, and I think Jamaica has enough to to see them out. Maybe like a 1-0 there or something.
0: Okay. All right, and uh, do you want to talk about the other CONCACAF fixtures, or do you want to?
2: I I don't remember the other ones, to be fair.
0: Nothing noticeable? No, no. Not uh, that I remember. I mean, let's talk... Let's talk managers. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I mean, that's going to be a topic for the next few months, to be fair. I mean, every every week there's somebody getting a little closer to the hot seat. You know? Yeah.
0: But who's not closer to the hot seat?
2: Well, some people are immune to it, as we've come to know. Ali <laughs> Gunner ha- didn't really do himself any favors this weekend, but it was actually not a terrible loss. It's still a loss, but I'm well, saying, you know, it's like...
0: Goal-wise. You know, goal-wise. Goal-wise, the loss was not terrible football wise i think it was worse than the liverpool match
2: it a case could be made for that but it was just at how 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 was the word i'm looking for it's like they made united like so dull you know like they couldn't connect the pass and they couldn't show us what they were really made of you know so the city didn't even give them the opportunity to show what they had to bring because the high press was so strong they had a few clear chances, with not even super clear, but Ronaldo and his brilliance getting a volley, you know, a few little, you know, close touches, but really they they just like like a lot of people in England are saying right now they they never laid a glove on them, you know. It's like yeah <laughs> yeah that's that.
0: a boxing terminology.
1: Um, yeah.
0: man, uh, I, well yeah, going back to the whole manager thing, um, Koeman, since we last you know talked. Kuhlman's out. Dean uh, Smith, Dean is, Smith out. is out. D- uh, Daniel Fark is out. Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, Eddie Howe is in. A- Eddie Howe is in. Uh, uh Steve Bruce was out a couple weeks ago, right? Right, yep. Um,
2: but the, the new manager wasn't appointed yet, so yeah. just today or yesterday I think he signed. But
0: there's there's other there's been other sackings too. Um, oh uh, obviously Nuno, Nuno since we last spoke. Yeah. Um oh, there's another one I'm I know there's six so far. Yeah, well the I mean the,
2: the Watford manager got sacked, but that was like we talked about that already.
0: Okay, yeah, so there's been six sackings so far in the Prem. Yeah. Manager wise. Um my thing is our teams I guess clubs are they too trigger happy when it comes to that? I think I feel uh, I feel like it's it's too too sudden of a knee jerk reaction. You give guy, you know, ten matches for example, um, and yeah, I know I know he came in in the summer and I know it was like a kind of a uh, a drastic and just terrible uh, ten matches. But is that really enough time to <laughs> to give a manager a sack? Is that a fair sh- shot?
2: I think a fair shot is what we saw with Norwich and and Daniel Fark and how much time they gave him and and how much romanticism romanticism <laughs> romanticism exists between them because of the ups and the downs and you know promoting relegation, but I think like in their case they did it at the perfect time. It's it's just time for greener pastures. The the start their start in the Premier League this season is unexcusable. It's up there with Sheffield last year. Terrible. And the the ironic thing and the way things work is. He wins, he gets sacked. And it's the same thing that... It's almost a spit image of what West Brom was last season with Slavin Bilic around this time of the season. So I think it's the perfect time. What what I don't like is seeing managers like Dean Smith get the sack. After losing your best player in the transfer window, late in the transfer window, not allowing you to really uh, you know, source a replacement, I think that's problematic. And I, I thought he should have been given much more time. And now there's rumors of Steven Gerrard and uh frank lampard and and a few other guys Uh, roberto martinez who i really would like by the way um they're they're rumored for villa and i i don't know if they're gonna bring them much anything much better than what you know dean smith was currently producing um you know at the end of the day as far as i'm concerned dean smith at some points has been even more um you know more (sighs) comprehensive than even ollie if i'm honest like he's actually gotten results against
0: big clubs and and I thought, that happens though I like, think yeah. those exceptions to the rule I, I don't think should indicate uh, a manager's uh, uh, ability.
2: Well, but that's the thing. Like, and a lot of pundits are making the same point: is that Dean Smith has been given a shorter leash than Ollie has. Dean Smith is only... no. No
0: one's had the the long as a leash as Ollie has. Yeah, I, and that's and that's I, the I surprising
1: to, part. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think to, I don't know, to compare Ollie's. Uh, like you said, uh, uh, what did you say? Um, um, uh, resistance to, to being sacked. Oh or, yeah, his immunity. His yeah. immunity. It's, it, you and know, real I think immunity. I think that's a head scratcher for sure. But that's also Manchester United as an organization not having a fucking clue of what to do. Um, right, and there's and too
2: maybe too much favoritism going on just because of the history and and the Fab Five and all that, and you know, it's being
0: like considered a club legend, so to speak. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, Aston Villa. I think we talked about this when the season was starting. Had a pretty good amount of of signings, and obviously, you're never going to replace a Jack Grealish. Yeah, it's a tough,
2: especially player. for a team like that. I thought they strengthened up in the in the wrong areas. To be fair, but they lost a few players. They didn't only lose Jack Grealish. They lost El Ghazi as well, and I thought he was a lot of times, sometimes their second or third best player. So I think they they lost a lot, and I thought it was a, a cruel, like a bit of a cruel move from from Villa. Um, I thought they should have invested more in their defense. To be fair, but um, yeah, that's the that's the game, you know. And, and Villa have high asp- aspirations now. The question is, who are Villa going to go for? And and you know, obviously, well, yards being pointed. Villa
0: to. Villa's actually gotten bread.
2: Well, they have. Yeah, they've always had bread. That's how they've been able to invest so heavily in championship, and and now compared to other clubs like Sheffield don't have the same amount of money as villa which is why they floundered so quick but yeah villa is a big club and if that's the way they want to run things I have to respect it I just thought that Dean Smith deserved a little more time um, you know especially right now without his one of his best players it just doesn't make sense to me but
0: they're currently in 16th place and yeah not a win in sight uh, 10 points um, I don't
2: I just thought it was too early. I,
0: I feel like it's too early for a lot of teams. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go so far to hire a guy and you know, obviously pay him really well, millions. Yeah. Why not see out the season? <laughs> yeah. That, that's I, if we mean. look at it right now, uh, Newcastle and Norwich are the two worst teams. Um, can Aston Villa with Dean Smith or, um, or Tottenham with. With Nuno, I mean, I know those that those two teams are trying to aspire to European to competition. Teams, yeah, um,
2: but let's be real.
0: If we're gonna be real, I mean, they're Spurs. They're they're Spurs. They're Aston Villa.
2: Well, Villa have history,
0: <laughs> ancient history. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah, I don't, don't know if I would have uh, bring that into relevance. Jeez. But yeah, I think I think if you make a decision to hire somebody, you stick with that, because as a club, it kind of looks bad too. Yeah, you look and, fickle. And Dean Smith, he's actually had time there, and
2: he's a club legend.
0: Is he for what he did? Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude. Oh, uh, they, promote.
2: I, mean, I know Grealish is going to be more of a legend, but what he's been able to do with Villa and elevate them to who they are now, you know, he he wasn't he wasn't performing as bad as Daniel Fark, and he actually endured a whole Premier League season last season. You know. I just thought it was too premature, but hey, you know, if they were to go for somebody like uh Roberto Martinez, I think like shit, like that's that's an improvement. Make I wanna see Villa make me see what they see because if they just settle for somebody who's not proven yet, I'm sorry son, but you're in for some bad news. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll really get relegated and then they'll they'll really be down, you know, down bad and you hate to see it. I kinda like Villa, you know. Fabian Delph came from there, uh, few other top players milner uh ventured through there even though he's a leeds original product but mm-hmm. yeah i mean i don't know we'll see we'll see how that pans out I john terry too right john terry uh if i'm not mistaken rio ferdinand um he's from leeds oh was he leeds okay yeah, yeah. um you know there, there's a lot of players that have come through there uh gabriel bondagor who infamously said a few weeks ago that yeah west ham are the second biggest club in london
0: you know it's funny that you bring him up is big do you remember that that play where he falls over the, the the side panel whatever yeah and then there's a there's always a clip of the of the fan the just pulls out his phone yeah I, I was thinking about this the other day and this is like a re- weird triangle of, of coincidences and i know i'm kind of uh, digressing Yeah. but i remember the other day i was getting ready and i was like brushing my teeth and i was like you know, I've never actually seen the picture that that guy took. I wonder what that looks like. Yeah. And someone yeah. on Reddit posted the picture. <laughs> and it's just him getting up. I mean, it's funny that you bring him up right now. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's
2: a that's a, that's a legend. A villa <laughs> legend, actually. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, he said West Ham was a big club. A lot of people were kind of pissed at that. But they did get a big result this weekend. And I don't know. What's not ooh. to...
1: Ooh.
0: Reguilon. No, no, no. Mariboh. Man. Just been spending too much time on that PS Five, I guess.
2: Sure, or that beautiful girl <laughs> he has. Fair enough. Right uh, <laughs> then. Uh, yeah, Brighton, huh? yeah nah, Um, He should be doing better with that, to be fair. What if a ball! He was at Sevilla.
0: That's man. going right in. I would still like him back at Real Madrid. <laughs> I would That's... love him
2: at City, to be fair. There you go. <laughs> He's, he's you guys, could use, you really guys
0: could use a left back, huh?
2: Well, shit, Joao is not too bad, is he?
0: Nah, the <laughs> inverted, uh, inverted time, times ten wing back. Yeah, he's different. Slash a uh, false, false eight. Um, but anyway, um, uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I feel bad that managers don't get a leash. But at the same time, man, guys like uh, I don't feel bad for guys like Steve Bruce. Um, I don't feel bad for. I found it hard to f- feel bad for Nuno,
1: uh, I even though he seems like a good bit.
0: dude. He yeah. seems like a good dude, and like, uh, and at first I felt bad, but I'm like,
2: you haven't, you haven't produced, man. Yeah, wh- what'd you do? <laughs> yeah.
0: You know. Um, well, they got
2: a good result against City. Well, well, yeah,
0: and that's why they should have kept him. Yeah, could have been the the city, uh, the city Kryptonite. Yeah.
2: Well, no, that's his style. For So,
0: speaking of the replacements, I know we said Eddie Howe, who I'm not going to say I'm terribly familiar with for Newcastle. And I don't think Newcastle has a lot going for them other than that money that they're ready to spend. Um, but I know teams are going to be hesitant to not only sell players, but they're going to hike up prices too.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a tax, the English tax. It's gonna English, uh,
0: Saudi money tax. The but
2: they, tax. They got it, right? Yeah, they got it. I mean they got it? They got, it's like when it's the one friend that has the best paying job, so he'll probably take care of drinks a round or two. You know, listen, Newcastle aren't tripping. Eddie Howe's a great acquisition. Uh was one of like a really progressive manager when he was coaching Bournemouth. Reminds me a little bit of Graham Potter. Not not as uh risky on attack, but similar. He likes to play with a holding uh, a striker, which is one of his like very English characteristics of how he likes to play and, and I'm excited to see what they can produce because I think he's going to have a lot of freedom on the range for the winter transfer window. Cash isn't a problem. Who would I like to see them go for? Man, there's a lot of good options out there. Um, but we have to be realistic, and I don't think they're going to go for anybody major. But uh, you could see them make some additions, you know, maybe, especially in, on defense, I, I believe. Like, you know, like I know it sounds crazy, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them spend money on a center back from another club that starts with an N that plays in Italy. That wears blue. That's called Napoli. Koulibaly, yes, I'm talking to you. 31 years old, 30 years old looking for a final payday. Decent center back. I think those are the signings you're going to go after.
0: They're going to go after experienced te- players. They're going to go after experienced players and players that are kind of in the ruts for their current big teams. Yeah. I yeah. I could see Coutinho going, for example. Right. Uh, I could see Fuck, I couldn't even see them going for someone like Linco La Pepe. Yeah, Imagine and he, him and uh, say maximin right, or even
2: Lingard. Up. Let's be honest, like
1: oh, yeah,
0: yeah, Lingard like, too, Lingard, Lingardino, yeah.
2: you know, and he'll do bits there. Just the way, just the way football is. But yeah, there's there's a lot of good options out there. But man.
0: none of that's going to come cheap, especially from the English teams.
2: People know, people know that hey, man, he's yeah, he's got the new car up the block. He must have money. Well, they're going. Oh, find he got out. money. Yeah, you see, he, he's the guy that has the white Cadillac on the block. You know, dubbed <laughs> out. Tinted, all white, dubbed out. <laughs> you know, so it's yeah. That's that's Newcastle at the moment. Hey, here. You know, I'm here. Um, I'm ready to spend. He's just dropping the card like, yeah. Um, as I can't wait to see what what moves other teams make, but you know, yeah. I don't know if City is gonna buy any players, but
0: yeah. We'll see. But uh, other managers. Uh, well, we don't know who's going to Villa yet, but you already kind of didn't have your. You weren't too fond of the Gerard or the Lamp the the Lampesi the Lampard yeah Uh moves. Uh, so who in your mind would would do okay? Um Let's well, get into uh, Daniel Farkin.
2: Well, he's he's a good manager. <laughs> I I mean, obviously, <laughs> shit show is the, the thing with
0: that we that we gotta remember when comparing a manager that has a team that just got promoted. Is they're used to being the big dog, yeah, in the championship, in right. the lower tier, yeah. So they're in those leagues. They're the they're attacking. They're, and they're the going for it. The walk. Yeah. They have they they have the ability to to create attack and everything. And things change suddenly. Okay, now now you're the small fish in the big pond, mm-hmm. and teams like City, uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, they're going to go after you. And now you have to defend because you don't have the same kind of firepower that they do. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if if club management, um, front offices recognize that they're like, well, why can't you do the same thing? Well, yeah, you got better but, sales last year. Yeah, you got better
2: sales last year. <laughs> well, you know, the way it is now, the price, the competition's high, the prices are high, and if we go any lower, we're we're not making the profit margin, especially with all these replacements. And anyways, <laughs> but you know, the, the the issue is is that they should have. <laughs> They should have adapted more to be a defensive team. But the thing about Norwich is they never really lacked so much in funding, so I can't I can't even really give that excuse to Fark. Um but sometimes your ideas become stale, they become predictable, and, and that's what's happened for Norwich, I feel.
0: I think adjustments also yeah. are the key because they were a terrible defensive side.
2: A- and a good example of a team that didn't do that was, you know, Leeds when they came into the league. They, they played like a crazy style, but they, they weren't predictable against teams, so they were able to get wins on, on certain teams. And Norwich, just too predictable. And, yeah, I don't know who's going to save them. They, they look like a sure shot for relegation now, um, but... To go back to your question, I still stand by Roberto Martinez. I don't think it'll happen, though. For Villa? Uh, yeah, for Villa, I, I like I would like him as an acquisition. And then after that, I mean, there's not many gr- great options out there, so Stevie G is a good option. At, at that point, you're going to be wanting to steal a manager off of another team, like Unai Emery, for example, who's been looking like he's going to stay at Villarreal. That's confirmed see him. that he's staying. Yeah, so it's like... For Newcastle. Um, well, yeah, obviously, because they got Eddie Howe now. Right, right, yeah, but, you know somebody like that in that instance that's what they're gonna have to do but other than that for managers available you know there's not much to choose from really
0: yeah yeah it would have to be like a oh my oh goodness. my days yeah that's got to be a pen right
2: Obama oh, young
0: man obama
2: yang obama yang hey how about how about scott foster i thought he's just a youtube personality right
0: is, is that scott foster
2: Oh, Ben Foster, sorry. Ben Foster. Scott Foster's
0: the referee. Yeah, yeah. Man. Gabriel Magalhães. I thought he's he got the though, right? He got the call right? He got the call-up for Brazil. By default, I think there was an injury. I think he's a pretty good leads, defender. Leads, leads, leads. Ah. Uh,
2: great dedication from Rafinha, by the way. <laughs> uh, takes off his shirt in celebration for a uh, recent artist that passed away in Brazil. Rest in peace. Uh, Neymar namer also did the same thing, and uh, yeah, unfortunate. Um, but yeah, back back to the topic. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, um, uh, yeah. Not too many names on the list. What a strike, by the way. Uh,
0: yeah. So, I mean, if we talk about managers, James, Massey, we just got to have our our word about. Isn't that Harvey Barnes?
2: Oh, Harvey Barnes. Yes, sir. Um,
0: we just got to have our word about Ollie, right?
2: Uh, no for what for what we already everything that needs to be said we said on maybe like five other pods already i just it probably like, a broken like 10 record. probably 10 <laughs> Listen, yeah it's beating a dead horse the guy is cheeks heads tried to tell me at the beginning of the season hey united's back united's back i was like no they're not man they have the facilities they don't have the manager the head's wrong the body's good the head's wrong <laughs> you're running a, a 1.5 cylinder i mean 1.5 liter engine in and, and you know, in, in a car that should be, you know, having a like a 2.8 liter, you know, V12, naturally, asp- naturally aspirated, meaning they press, you know. It's an awfully small engine for uh, 12 cylinders, my friend. <sighs> you know, so it's like, it's one of those things where he's not the proper guy. And I've been said it, man. I mean, shit. I don't care if you sign Ronaldo and Messi, we would be seeing the same thing. These, this team is not good. Not managed well, I should say. I think the players are talented. Just not managed well. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... Beginning of the season, you kind of had to do some addition. Okay, they got second place. They weren't terrible. They got to various semifinals and finals over the last few seasons, and it's been like a linear kind of thing. Were they like a title favorite? I don't think so. Were they a title contender? Maybe. Now, with the way that, that everyone's so demoralized...
2: They'll be lucky to stay in Europe.
0: They'll, they'll be lucky to stay in Europe.
2: And, you know... um,
0: and what do you Manchester United's front office is so gun shy. Other teams are trigger happy.
2: Well, they weren't gun shy in the transfer market. They had a swell transfer market. And a pretty
0: good transfer market. Yeah, successful. I and mean, if if uh, if I do say so myself. Well, but in the, not in terms of results, but in terms of well, jersey ter- sales, definitely. In terms of getting who they wanted and marketing and and all that. Well, besides that, they got good players. Oh. They got good players. Yeah,
2: Let's, Sancho's been amazing. Oh, well, I
0: mean, where's he been?
2: You tell me. I thought Listen. I thought the transfer window was great. Varan, he's he's like an exhibit you only see once a month. The guys,
0: but he's good when he's on the field.
2: Good, good's not great. Greats <laughs> what United want to be, but they
0: can't compete. I'm
2: sorry, man. I'm not. It's tough because I actually like to play United. I look forward to the games, but now it's just it's not the same anymore. It's not even competitive.
0: It's an ex- exhibition match.
2: It felt like a training. Yeah, it felt like a training exercise, and I'm not. I'm not coining that it's been said by other people you know, pundits, even the managers damn near you know, kind of throwing subtle shots like yeah, I felt so much comfort in the game like if I was all the that would click with me and I'll just hand in my papers resign and be like there's 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 managers out there man I'm sure Graham Potter for the right money would look at United despite Brian being a respectable club and and being successful to a degree I, somebody like that is what's needed but uh, you, the
0: United front office have this. Uh, how do you feel about those kind of moves too, where like teams pick off a manager from an existing job? It's tough, but how you do know. you how like how how do you see that? Do you see that like as like a Judas type move, like or I'm uh, quitting on you guys or I'm turning my back on you it's guys? It's bigger
2: aspirations because like that's what I'm saying. I can't compare Brighton to 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 United, but I could and I can't. I think it's disrespectful when it's like a Tottenham to Chelsea move or you know United to City or something crazy like that. I think. That that that's something significant, but when you're moving from a smaller club to a bigger club, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, but there hasn't been too many cases of that these days. Um from a manager, I mean Wolves Wolves, you know, losing Nuno and going to Spurs, I think it's acceptable from both parties cuz they they realize there's there's a gap, you know. There's a gap yeah. there. So I think Grand Potter w- would realize that, but he needs a lot of assurances and not so much on spending the, in the transfer market, I think facilities and you know, um, you know the the physio side of things, uh, and things like that. And that's something that United need to invest in, I feel,
0: to really get some consistent results, you know. But, yeah, I just... Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I think it would have to be poaching a manager off of an existing job. to Steer the ship right. Oh, wait, Zidane's not
2: even... Yeah.
0: Well, Zidane's on a sabbatical, and fuck, why would he want to walk into that?
2: Uh, Pogba? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, Pogba. Pogba. He's he's in his annual fucking two month uh, injury. Yeah. But he yeah,
2: tri- he tries real hard. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Why can't and... he
0: just have normal colored hair? Yeah.
2: Why why can't he just be normal? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Nah. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm sure br- nobody's more excited than Bruno. He doesn't have to worry about unlocking him anymore mark my words United are gonna go on a good run once the international windows you know wrapped up and, and save all
0: job again that's Man. just and postpone the decision I've that. seen this
2: movie three times almost so it's his third season damn near right yeah, yeah, so third, it's like yeah, season, yeah yeah. and it's it's enough not to get sacked but it's like you know C's get degrees you're barely getting by you're never gonna make valedictorian but yeah I'm getting by they'll remember me kinda I was that one kid who participated maybe three times in the semester yeah but uh, man, really, like, when you think about it, Leicester, Arsenal, these clubs are actually, if nothing else, competing in the tournament. Um, but the, but the, and they're managed well. And that's the thing. Uh, maybe a manager like Arteta would be beneficial. You know, we we didn't talk too much about Barcelona and Chau- Oh, I, but, I was going to
0: bring uh, that up, yeah.
2: Maybe later on, on the La Liga segment. But, yeah, somebody like that, you know, somebody with uh, some pizzazz.
0: That we haven't seen. But apparently that's there. He's yeah. got good words. Anyway, 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 we're we're digressing. Uh, Ole, um, he's going to keep his job, I think, to the end of the season. I think the, the longer this goes... It's the, not the worst thing in the world. And they're not... It's not like they're losing to terrible sides.
2: And they're not losing badly all the time, sometimes.
0: Yeah. And uh, that looks good sometimes. Yeah. That'll keep a manager in. Now, if it was someone with an idea and someone that was kind of establishing an identity... I'd be like, let's let's calm down. That's the thing I'm talking about with with being so trigger happy with firing managers. Yeah, like imagine they would have
2: sacked They're, Arteta. Some,
0: sometimes things get rough. Yeah. Sometimes things are fucking rough. And that's how and, you really enjoy the and, highs. And, and, that, and that's and that's fucking sports. But if you're gonna pull out every every instance, um, that's not good either. But always always really f- outstate is welcome. Well, and I hope we never have to talk about this again. Uh, I mean, <laughs> but we will, right?
2: I think the best thing at this point is just to let him see out the season, and then hopefully they have somebody in mind by the summer. And well, then that's how that's the first step in the getting a director of
0: football that's actually got you know ideas and and that can have like oh. a guideline or a plan set in stone.
2: Hey, Edward, Ed Woodward's not bad. Okay.
0: Well, thank fuck he's leaving at the at the end of the year, this year calendar year fair enough (laughs) um but yeah let's let's talk about barcelona uh xavi hernandez is the uh the new manager for barcelona uh barca dna blah 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 Mm -hmm. you know i'm tired of hearing this shit barca dna manchester united dna all these pundits you know like they got their buddies talking and like this is not the way we do things like shut your fucking ass up. It's you not play. the Barcelona way. You you had your play. Um I don't think it's a good idea for clubs to to be so obsessed with with their past.
2: But it's history,
0: right? It's valuable.
2: I guess to an extent. That's who glory glory Man United is about, <whistles> what right? past
0: King. a little play. But uh this- yeah, yeah, I think uh I think the Xavi signing is uh you're hanging them up to dry. Sheesh. That's that's how I'm going to put it
2: Fair enough No, no, I, I 100% agree I think it's just a, a band-aid and, and yeah, nothing else I mean, he'll do okay He'll get them by But if people are expecting immediate success It's not going to happen Um, It's a young squad It's a squad that's broken Injuries all over the park Um. So yeah, it's going to be a rough ride Barcelona, you know, faithful It's going to be a rough ride Maybe rougher than the Coleman era. Mark my words. But let me tell you one thing. The morals are there. The foundation is there. The tactics, the ingenuity is there. And we don't know that. And, there, and if there's nothing else to go by, watch some Alsad highlights. Do, do yourself a favor tonight. Go home. That's the thing about highlights, man. Oh. Highlights make
0: uh, Ings look like... Uh, like Ronaldinho.
2: And then run some run some Rangers highlights or run these some of these other managers that are going to get a big shot at a big club eventually. And you tell me who's the best manager available on the market. We got him, baby. Xavi Hernandez. Now, like I said, it's not going to happen this year. He's going to have to groom the players Ansu Fati, Gavi, Pedri, Trincao when he comes back next season, but once He's it's not. all set once it's all set down, I I think um, he has a really good idea, I you know, for the team. And I think he's going to go 3-5-2, by the way. And I'm, I'm most excited for That's Serginio like the Barca way. No, it, it can be. I mean, you know, there's times where Pep did that, um, you know, before uh, he started playing with uh, Alexis Sanchez and a few other more vibrant wingers. But it's possible. I mean, I just think that there's a lot of uh, variety now. And, and more importantly, there's a progressive attitude going forward. Yeah, forward there's a good Pep.
0: attitude. I don't know if it's a progressive one
2: progressive in terms of attack something because, uh, because was everything able to do
0: everything that that said is actually not progressive it's hanging on to the past no 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 um, i'm talking
2: about uh from a perspective of tactics and identity uh xavi is much more progressive than anything coleman has ever displayed on a football pitch i'm sorry well it's simple it's uh, well, very Well I mean easy when, to see.
0: when you were still defending kuman i told you that he was going to play that he was not a good manager and uh and it's not it's not to say that xavi's exactly the worst same, either, same but players. but I I just don't think yeah. I just don't don't know because I can't say that I don't think he's gonna succeed.
2: No, it's that's a tough thing to uh, say. But that's I, would I don't agree. have
0: anything to go by that's gonna say Shabi's really gonna do it.
2: Like if if, uh, if with any if, sort of confidence, if Shabi was coaching a, another team and even in Qatar anywhere, and he was doing bad and he got appointed, I would be honest and I'd be like, well, there's nothing for me to go off of, but in the spaces that he was putting his players in a different league that probably had never even played this style of football before. I was like, I was impressed. Does it always uh, show up in, in the, in the league standings or in the match reviews or what the fans want? No, because I could tell you firsthand when Pep came to city, first season was hella rough. Second season was a little less rough. And then, then the fans really started loving him, but yeah, it's tough, but I, I really think he has some, some right ideas to, to, to steer Barcelona back in the direction that they used to be. I'm not he's saying he's talking gonna...
0: big. He's talking very big. Uh,
2: come on, man. I mean, what's not to like? I mean, if, if you tell me right now, in terms of U23 players, U22, Barcelona's got a bright bunch, you know, as good as anybody got... else in the
0: world. Do they?
2: Yeah. In terms of U21
0: players. Yeah. Do, do they? Because uh, all I know is they've got maybe two that everyone's like sucking off of.
2: <sighs> I mean, Ansu Fati is, is a factor. Pedri factor. Gabi, he's still a work in progress, but he's destined to be a factor.
0: We assume he's going to be a factor based on a game that he had.
2: But he, I mean, you can't deny that the, the kid. And then ever like since he's then, a, he's been invisible. He's he's still. Um, a, I mean, with Coleman, yeah, but he's still a natural, though. You know, they're I'm not all saying, natural. And, and I'm not saying like I'm not saying this to say that they're going to win the league or, or anything. But they're going to be uh, like inching their way back up as soon as the the squad starts to get more acclimated. Now there's going to be players that might sign next season. I know their financial situation is, isn't the best. But there's players that that can maybe they can work a good deal out for it. you know at the end of the day it is Barcelona one of the biggest brands in football up there with Madrid United Bayern whatever it's you know so Barcelona's got pull I know they they it's do they got like this that's one thing they got going for them so yeah I I have I think Xavi will do will do well I don't think it's gonna be immediate though Arteta didn't reach this level of success in one year it almost took him two and that's gonna be important patience and and you know just. Uh, Trusting the process, as as Doc Rivers would say.
0: I I think so, and I think that's the way to go with your managers. But uh, let's just hope that they don't have to wait too long.
2: Well, I I think for the sake of opponents and and other fan bases, I think they we're hoping it does take a while. If I'm wrong and if they do it quicker than I thought, I'll be the happiest camper in the forest, you know. But if they I can't hang my hopes on that because, like I said, it's still a very young squad, you know.
0: But but it's not that young though. There's just a couple of young players.
2: Well, I mean, the majority of them are young. The majority are young because they're inexperienced, obviously, and they don't have big contracts. Because you can't sign a player in his prime that's twenty six. I mean, you have Depay, um, not that good. and and yeah, but I mean, that's like that's your most highest paid player. That's you know prime level. Dembele's up there as well, but he doesn't play much. But after that, you know, obviously Pique's still old, but uh, you know you got Garcia, and then a lot of the midfielders like Frankie De there's some young guys there, you know, but there's there's just a lot of potential that I see uh, because all these guys play a style that that Chabi knows already. Not a lot of clubs have that benefit of just linking up, you know, immediately and having a, a good understanding of what's expected. Uh,
0: but yeah, I think uh, well, even even whatever style he wants to play, it's not like these guys are gonna miraculously turn into this level that we've never seen them. When we look at young players and we look at potential, uh, you you assume that they're going to grow, and I think I talked about this right recently. It's like we look at players at a progression. Not a whole lot of players when you think about, oh well, oh he does this now. Well, watch when he's you know two or three years older. It's like no, they just probably they might just get a little better at what they what they're good mm-hmm. at, but typically players just stay really good at what they're really good at you know i feel like
2: the the manager and the system and you know the style that they're put in is going to make a big difference to that and just to give you a quick example kai havertz under lampard ghost phantom who the fuck is this guy we paid this much for a levercus and reject Mm -hmm. no tuchel comes in implements a style and really gets the best out of
0: him has havertz really been transcendent
2: he's been better I don't think he's reached his, his his top level yet, by the way, and I'm I'm a fan of the kid. Wish he wasn't playing at Chelsea. Wish he didn't score the goal to to send my team out of the Champions League. But he's mm-hmm. he's solid, and he started playing much I, better once Tuchel came. And I, I think uh, the whole team mm-hmm. really improved. And I'm not saying Xavi is Tuchel, but Xavi better than Komen. I'm just led to believe that he's gonna do bits. I'm sorry. Well, you hope he's better than Komen. I know it. Damn it. <laughs> Co- Coleman I mean, couldn't couldn't get a, a succession going like the ones that Xavi has been able to at least semi build with with a relatively shy team. Let's be honest. But, but Barcelona C- always, always had
0: more possession. They were always pinging passes. That's just what they do. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah. No, yeah, but they well, weren't able. What,
2: they weren't able to do it fluidly but, with Coleman. You know, and and I think with the uh, you know with Chavi, he can help them get there. I'm not saying it's like official. I'm not saying it's gonna happen this season, but it's gonna happen eventually. I can't think of a better manager to suit the team at the moment. Like real talk. The only other the only better manager would be Pep, but he's, uh, he's yeah, in the I mean, best-
0: man, you're you're putting a whole lot of praise on someone that's very unproven in a very, very shit league. Very low tier league. Fair enough. Um now, now uh yeah, that's me being harsh. Uh perhaps perhaps biased. I don't know. It's, it's it's a it's a long way to go from Qatar to to Barcelona.
2: No, no, I for sure. For long, sure.
0: Long like that, that that's a huge gap. There's levels and and even Pep was while he didn't have any first team experience, he was very ingrained within Barcelona B before yeah. uh, making that jump to to r- real Barcelona. And I would argue that, well, I won't even argue It's it's pretty set in stone that Barcelona B is a much higher level than Qatar. You don't think so?
2: I, I It's really hard to make those assumptions, you know, but...
0: Second division, Spain is not better than the Qatari League?
2: I think there's not a big gap, I'll say that. Hmm. Um. I don't think the gap is big. You could argue that, yeah, maybe uh, Barcelona, I mean Barcelona League 2 in Spain has a lot of more potential. You know, with the starlets that they have, but I mean, don't sleep on the Qatari League. It's one of the better-paying leagues, and there's some there's some good players in there. Um, you know, Bafetimbi Gomis, players like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, yeah, those it's, guys,
0: it's, those guys go there for a check, my boy.
2: Yeah, but they're they're not going to leak two in Spain. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. No, uh, of course not. But you know, it's 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 gonna be interesting to see. I I just I just I'm gonna need the same energy six six months from now when when Barca's creeping in on that third position, qualifying for Champions League again. And, yeah, I'm saying that now. I'm saying that now, you know, November 10th, whatever day it is. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Barcelona are going to improve. That's hopeful. And, you know, it's like, and like I said, it's going to be similar to Tuchel, Tuchel v. Lampard. You know, that, that transition, almost a spit image. And <laughs> I'm not talking about, like, Champions League final. I'm just meaning in terms of how much they improve, you know. Call me crazy. I don't know. But if I'm right.
0: That's hopeful. See, that's very hopeful. Well, you're
2: talking to a guy wearing a classic, you know, Barcelona jersey.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, uh
2: the two thousand seven, two thousand six baby. Uh, the
0: same guy that was cheering for Atlético when they won the season.
2: Any anything uh against EE might <laughs> be. You know? E.E., E. my G. Yeah, it's uh
0: Um I'd love to I'd love to know what uh Ervitz thoughts are on this.
2: Uh well I'm sure He's he probably got, over the moon too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's his favorite or second favorite player, he said. I forgot if it was Iniesta or Xavi, but...
0: I think it was Puyol.
2: Oh, was it? <laughs> I think well, Puyol basically was all thing. the players from that era. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. um, Yeah, he must be over the moon. I think it's a good time to be a Barca fan, but like I said, be cautious. It's not going to happen overnight. It's over a hopeful
0: time for Barca fans. We don't uh, know anything yet.
2: I think it's a step in the right direction. I don't think it's a step backwards. I think that would be bold a, to it's say. It's a
0: step to make a step well, so far. Fair enough. I... I th- I remember when Real Madrid hired uh, Zidane. Yeah, and that was that was him taking over. Uh, um, Rafa, Rafa Benitez.
2: Rafa Benitez, who's coaching Everton now.
0: And uh, I felt like I'm like we have no fucking clue of why he got the job. I think he got the job because of his name, of his popularity with the fans, and what he means to the club. But I. I feel like they're gonna turn him into a scapegoat. Now that experiment turned out to be probably the best time in Madrid's history. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, and I I kind of have the same feeling for for Xavi.
2: Um. Yeah, but I think Xavi has more to show to in terms of uh actual you know accolades and in, in management because you know Zidane didn't have much experience and he did a great. Well, he him. was an
0: assistant manager.
2: And and I mean, like, as an actual head coach,
1: mm-hmm. I don't, he didn't yeah.
2: have any. And he also had the benefit of playing with the most talented and most expensive Madrid sides we've seen. And and that's no shot on him, but that was a fucking talented team. I mean, you're talking about prime Ronaldo, Bale, you know. I mean, players that – and Benzema in, in his days were – he's still amazing, but, you know, he was just really on point as well. I mean, he's just had a great team. Um, and I think Xavi doesn't have that benefit, but he had, does have the benefit of experience – and and nothing is a better teacher than actually coaching a team, and and seeing the buttons move on the on the pad. It's gonna it's gonna be a while though. Yeah,
0: know? and sure, I'm so. I'm hoping for a full on uh, head on clusterfuck
2: like chaos like yeah. Xavi well, yeah, already I'm, turned off half the locker room and yeah. don't check well, in. Well, he's got like these rules, these the various, Ten Commandments, yeah. The,
0: these strict rules that are basically uh, copied from La masia yeah. Um, and these guys are gonna have to like share bunks. Share bunks. And...
2: No masturbation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like
0: Yeah, you have to eat at your facility. Yeah. Doesn't matter if your you know, your parents are visiting.
2: Yeah. You have a curfew, you know, you, curfew. you can only eat at a certain time. You can only eat at the cafeteria. You can't
0: have crazy hair colors.
2: Yeah. You can't yeah, ruin Barcelona's image, which is kind of vague. Um but yeah. That's that's a start. That's a start. You know, if if we have to be militant, we have to be militant. That's what the we're first thing grown ass
0: man being paid millions of dollars, but we're gonna be in some school ass rules.
2: I I understand, but you know, you get paid so handsomely. The least you could do is follow the rules. We have rules <laughs> everywhere we go. You know, work, school. You know, government. Yeah, you gotta stop at red lights. You know, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what can you do? I think yeah. I think it's gonna only make the players better.
0: It's it's interesting. Wow, I I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to to.
2: Just give him the fair shake. Will
0: I, I'm willing to give him a fair shake. You know, I'll eat crow if I have to. I don't see it. Ooh, what a shot! See, it's those kind of shots. It's like, it's a good, it's a good chance, but it just looks like a shot off target. You know what I mean? Barely. Let's see how far off he was before I start talking shit. That's yeah, in. That's not bad. <laughs> you take those as they come. <laughs> uh, head that shit! Come on, uh... you guys, swiveling out of the way for real that's some pussy shit yeah um what else what else significant has happened uh <laughs> you know, uh, i i i brought this up earlier and I, and I knew you were gonna say what you were gonna say but i kind of want to talk about it on the pod anyway mm-hmm. uh tuca ferretti's uh uh presser comments
2: yeah yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah. it's interesting for sure you know yeah it, it just it just speaks to like you know, the culture, the culture, it's it's allowed in some places, in other places it's not, you know. It's I, it's more... Uh, that's not flying in England, it's not flying in the U.S. I would
0: say it's it's more tolerated in certain cultures. I don't know about accepted. Mm, um, I
2: think it's pretty widely accepted in places like Mexico. Uh,
0: when the whole stadium chants stuff like that, you know, it's... Okay, alright, we're not going to get into that again. Um, no, but,
2: there's no, but it, it is it is on the same topic, you know, homophobic. It's not. Comments, you know, yeah, they are. When you uh, call somebody the maricon, maricon,
0: Maricon is homophobic. And and so yeah, is Puto
2: is. and so is culero and so is all these words. They they are Puto's not. You don't believe it is. I I believe it is, uh, and a lot of yeah. people who speak Spanish believe it is. It's a male a prostitute. Of, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't. It's a male prostitute, you know. So it's it definitely it's definitely not a term of endearment if we can agree on that. If not, then you've lost the plot. Uh but you know, it's definitely not a compliment and, and I felt it was a little bit in bad taste, but it's tolerable in Mexico. I, I, I'm not a big fan of it. Well, um, he's going
1: to get punished, I think.
2: Well, you'd hope so. You know, most most uh, professional environments wouldn't tolerate that, you know. But it's it's a generational thing, too. That that was much more allowed back in the day, I guess, you know. Uh, machismo, masculinity, hyper-masculinity, and, and, you know, being homophobic was something like you can joke around about and have fun about. Listen, yeah. everybody makes jokes, right? In, in even if you do in private settings, but doing it in front of a mic on camera, in front of people that you don't know their sensitivities... It's a uh, schoolboy stuff, really, for me. But yeah, on. so
0: yeah, he he goes into a presser and he does his traditional, you know, women go first, and then you know, guy starts talking. He's like, "Oh, there's no," he says, "viejas too," and I find I find that uh, like you know, hmm.
2: that's a little at least a little I, I find bit find that tolerable. Dis-
0: I, I find that distasteful. Yeah, <laughs> for him to say the viejas, you know, instead of like mujeres, you know, all right, fair enough. Um, so uh, so a guy starts talking and he's like, uh cools uh, maricones basically is like okay, yeah. so you guys so we got men talking, but you guys wanna wanna take the place of women okay that's maricones like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that and that and that I find that to be homophobic, yeah, and uh I guess he's not with the times, you know and uh <laughs> doesn't uh, understand that that's not something that you can say these days
2: yeah i mean and if you hear your uncle say it at a cookout it's laughable you laugh it off a bit you know but shit on on the public stage i'm not going to sit here and defend it you know no it's, absolutely you should not. know better but no yes yeah, yeah uh yeah it's, it's <laughs> fuck i mean i i was laughing at it but he kind of giggled too yeah he yeah. he kind
0: of giggled he's like wait i'm not supposed to say that because yeah. everyone else is laughing in there you could hear yeah audible sure. laughs maybe a groan or two <laughs> um but yeah uh, it's not even a hot mic it was a presser live
2: presser yeah yeah
0: um also there was this thing with this chick from this female player from psg uh that i guess hired somebody to hurt uh another psg player right so she can get more playing time right right. um that's like that reminds me of that thing that happened with the uh with the ski, the, not the ski, but, um, it was like this ice skating competition. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Tanya Harding, I think was her name where she hired somebody to beat like, like, you know, the pretty new girl, uh, like he yeah. beat her knees and that's kind of wild. I find that to be kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. You don't see that too often. Um, <laughs> that's pretty insane. But like, you know, how do you think you're not going to get caught? You know, these athletes are always on the in view, you know, that they, they, they Everything that happens to them gets reported, you know, is you're gonna get caught. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But no, it's crazy.
0: Um, what else? Should we get into the match reviews? Yeah. Alright, man. Uh um, so
2: but before we get into that, uh
0: Uh yeah, yeah. Alright, so uh let's do this. Alright, so we'll start off with the Prem like always. Um El premio. Southampton uh beats Aston Villa. I think this is the straw that broke the camel's back.
2: Straw that broke my fucking wallet. <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry. I bet it on the fucking draw,
2: and of course... <laughs> three know, minutes like, in. Three minutes in, it's fucking bottled. Well, you know, you know specifically 0-0 sp- draw. Son of a gun. That one hurt, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 1-0, three minutes in. And uh, teams that are pretty even in terms of uh, quality. Quality top. And uh, Saturday, well... We talked about this already. Manchester City having a training ground uh, exercise with Manchester United. The bodies of Manchester United. Yeah. And, uh, man, what's there to be said? I think <laughs> the only person that that can really step away from Manchester United, put their arms and be like, hey, this between y'all. Yeah, is Donny van de Be-
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. him
0: too, because he hasn't done shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, uh. Bum, bum, ooh, bum, bum. That's an outside the boot, Tribela. That curls in. Modric gets that. Mm, te la mete así con y todo.
2: Well, let's hope he has the legs to get there. Sake. Have you seen him
0: run? <sighs> He's, man. Well,
2: we'll leave that for the pod. We're here. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but uh, sticking to City, though, I mean, yeah. Men yeah. amongst boys, to you, be fair. You fed. know, the crazy
0: thing is, is City were so dominant, right? And I feel like, like they, spared- they weren't even their own best. Like, they, they still misplaced some passes here and there. Yeah, 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 They slowed down in times where they could have sped up, you know, and. and That's they, just they, kind they, of even more insulting they, in a way, huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's so like the, so much control in the game. I will say the the Bernardo Silva goal, I know maybe, you know, people say bad defending. But well, the
0: two players let the ball go. Good ball, but
2: it but the ball looked like it was going out. I actually didn't like the ball too much, but yeah, dude, I I thought Bernardo's service it to would, actually get there was just stupendous. I mean,
0: yeah, it was more of a hustle play than I a, think.
2: Even De Gea was surprised that he that that was even an attempt. Yeah, he attempt.
0: was totally surprised because I think if he didn't if he wasn't caught so off guard, he probably could have stopped it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it didn't have too much power. It was it was a strange goal, but I think yeah. well the biggest thing was the lead up to the goal. It was like so many passes linked up. I Believe mm-hmm. twenty six.
0: Every player touched and it. And then uh, Maguire and Shaw just kind of shut off for a second.
2: Yeah, I think Shaw thought it was going out, you know?
0: He assumed it was going out, and then I don't know why Maguire let it out. You don't really let a ball bounce in your area like that. But, you know, those two knuckleheads are. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Maguire is playing with such low confidence right now. He doesn't want to carry the ball up like he did, it, uh, like he used to do. Um, He's shy. Yeah. And, yeah, his his... You his know, morale's down. His defending in general is he just needs, not been yeah, all that He great. needs
2: Varane to unlock him. To be fair, <laughs> Folks they're
0: say. better together. Eh. And uh, Wan Bissaka, I mean, you know, you expect that guy to go up, but he's already busy with his head just spinning from Cancelo and uh, who else is on the Ofohden? You know.
1: Yeah.
0: Just a tough assignment for that guy. All they thought he was smart putting five defenders. <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh, and I think not. I think Pep Pep saw that coming too. He's like, We're gonna put we're gonna put Gonzalo to bomb up. Yeah. To go outwards and uh Phil Foden to pull him in. So yeah. we're gonna have to stretch out Maguire and we're gonna leave gaps for for whoever's gonna come in running and man. Yeah, yeah. running they did. Running they
2: fucking did. The, the tactic was like, yeah, five man back line. So typically Pep goes with inverted wingers. You know, like you know Raheem Sterling on his right foot, Foden on his left. But playing on the right wing and, and Sterling on the left wing. But when they play five at the back, you want to spread the pitch as much as you can. So they put the players with the dominant foot on the right side. You know, and I thought that was the key to spread the. You know, just spread the defense when you. And from there, I mean, yeah, like you said, it was it was just. Dominance by City, and I honestly, there was, like, a few moments where I was a bit worried. Like, you know, especially in the, at the start of the second half, United played much better. But it still wasn't enough, you know. United City,
0: started off good for five minutes in the first half. Yeah. um, <laughs> I I feel like United always start off like that. <laughs> and then, yeah, and just little by little, you get that City kind of squeezed, you know. they They, they just... Start possessing the ball, pinging it back and forth, and a lot of useless possession. I think sometimes, but it's you
2: know. I think it's it's uh, it's purposeful for sure. It's it's with a purpose. Sometimes, so, out so, the I mean, some, yeah.
0: Sometimes, sometimes, uh, you just have nothing else to do because a lot of teams sit back; they don't press. Yeah, they're hard to they're a hard team to press. Hard, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, man. I don't know. Nine hundred, almost a thousand passes. Yeah, I mean for, it, for City.
2: Yeah, and no, it's hard to <laughs> to have a game plan for City and
0: United. Anytime they did have the ball, misplacing it, even if it yeah. wasn't pressured, they were just. Bernardo had some. I mean, sorry, uh,
2: oh. Fernandez had some uncharacteristically misplaced passes yeah. that I would thought I was like, you know, I thought that those that was cake, you know, but yeah, but a it was lot just of those, bad game. A yeah. lot of
0: those passes for everybody, really. It's just, even short ones. And, yeah, man, uh, very, very few threats and an own goal.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: So it's just one that you need to – you can't quite forget. It's a tough one, yeah. As a team, you need to draw something from it, and I doubt that United, right now as it stands, are the type of team to learn something from it.
2: Yeah, I mean, most times, even if you take an L, you can enjoy the competition, but I feel like for most of the game, United, like, they weren't enjoying their time on the pitch, you know. And that just kind of goes to show everything wrong with the club at the moment. But, but yeah. no, I mean, I, I don't want to say no surprise because United actually play really well against City typically. But there was just no answer this time around. Yeah,
0: you would hope that besides everything that was going on and, you know, just the nonstop chatter about all A's. They always show up against City. Yeah, yeah. No matter what the situation is in this time. This time they, they actually... Checked out even further, if I'm honest. Yeah. But moving on from that, um, Norwich, uh, they got their first win of the season, man. I know, and that was part of my parlay.
1: Ah,
2: <laughs> uh, man, tough. But, yeah, free, yeah. Bring betting folk. Yeah, it's uh, what a what a game for, for Norwich, you know, finally getting their first win. But not enough to see Fark continue as the manager. And well, we'll see how they do from now on. Brentford, I don't feel bad for them. They're kind of starting to look more like what we expected them to look like. Starting a yeah, hot, games. start and then
0: yeah. yeah, they've lost a few games on the truck. Well, have they? I don't know. Damn near, you know, what sucks about Fark though is just after the game, he was having like uh positive sort of comments, like uh, you know,
2: I like what I saw from the boys, and <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, like uh, you know, hopefully, this is the 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 catalyst. That's going to get us to go forward and, you know, actually stream together a couple of results. Yeah. And then the mm, front office is like, you ain't going to be here. Um, But yeah, Brentford, uh, yeah, kind of showing us who they really are. They've lost, they've lost three in a row, four in a row. Sheesh. They lost four in a row since beating West Ham a month ago. Uh, on the tenth of October on the third of October, kind of yeah kind That's of great. kind of really uh putting it out there and uh moving on from that, oh man, what the hell Ooh. Chelsea and Burnley yeah Raw. Chelsea was... dominating, yeah doing their thing against Burnley and then Burnley in the last minute well, they have something to say about that.
2: Vidra, yeah. Surprising result, but you know, happens in the Prem. That's what makes the league so special. You never know. Happens in a lot of leagues, to be fair, but yeah.
0: It's football, but it's yeah, football. I mean, Burnley, they're just, this is their thing. This yeah. is what they do. I hate it so much. Uh, Can't wait for this team to leave.
2: Oh, well, if they keep it up, they might be staying another year. We'll see.
0: <laughs> Sean Dyche, Masterclass.
2: Sean Dyche. yeah. See, that's a guy that might never, ever get sacked because he's just...
0: Dude, yeah, what would take him to get sacked? I wonder. It's going to
2: take a lot, yeah.
0: Like 10 losses in a row?
2: Right. Yeah, they'd have to be in the relegation zone. They're not far from it, but they're safe as far as I know, I think, right now.
0: I think they're... No, they're in the relegation zone. Oh, they're zone.
2: in? Oh, okay. They're like the first place
0: in yeah, the Yeah, they league. only have one win. But they have five draws.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's enough to keep you up.
0: Oh, man and then uh crystal palace beats wolves 2 to 0. Crystal Palace keeping up their pretty good start. Yeah. And uh the the you know the golden boy of the moment right now is uh, Conor Gallagher.
2: Yeah. I think it's very it'll be short lived. Think so? I don't think he's that good. I think he's been uh he's going through a, like a golden patch or sorry a purple patch, but um I just I think it's it happens, you know, players go through good moments. I just he was on the team last year, you know. He was on the team this year. I think he's going through a good moment now. He's been highly
0: rated for a good while now.
2: Yeah, but he's about as good as Todd Cantwell is and a few other young uh, you know, Billy Gilmore, guys like that. But I don't think he's like at, <clears throat> you know, Harvey Barnes and like James Madison and Foden and Greenwood level. I think uh he's gone he's on a good moment right now though, but I don't I think it's a catfish basically is what I'm saying. Man. But you know, that's you, kinda harsh.
0: You, the way you feel about him is the way I feel about like Gavi and and the slot.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and I guess like getting on the score sheet same
0: is, same jersey too, basically. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, like, getting on the score sheet is going to sway a lot of people's minds, but you know, I I've thought that a lot of his goals were fortunate ones. Um, but you know, he has a lot a lot of uh like stees to him, so if he if he builds on it, then I I'd be more than happy to be wrong, but we'll see. We'll see how how well he continues to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just hate those overreactions over a young player. Just just because he's going through a good run of run of games and
2: yeah, it takes more than uh, just a month to really,
0: or even a season or two, if yeah, we're honest. Yeah, you yeah. know, or a couple of goals.
2: That's yeah, that's what really I think is, is stuck on people's mind is that, you know, he's been scoring actually, you know, scored against a ten man city, but you know, still they scored and scoring against wolves. You know, wolves is actually playing pretty well this season. Not bad, but. You know,
0: tough result. For- oh, good little dribble from Son. I didn't know he had that in his package. Ah oh, man,
2: yeah, he's he's a decent little player. Um, but yeah, see, moving on to Sundays. Sunday. No,
0: Brighton and uh, Newcastle played too.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: to the draw. Yeah. I, at the very end, uh, there is this run by um, by uh, Callum Wilson, and uh, he tries to run past the keeper, uh, um, and the keeper catches him on the leg. Yeah, and they were one-one at this moment, and you know it went to VAR, <laughs> and uh, he got a red card. Last man, you know, play on goal, and Brighton held on, man, for a for a win or for a for a draw, I should say. Yeah, for I think five minutes of uh, added time. So that that was pretty interesting. Kind of a shit game, to be honest.
2: Yeah, those are not. I mean, I yeah. like Brighton, Newcastle, not so much. But they,
0: yeah, they didn't. But Brighton didn't play all that great. Yeah and newcastle's just shit and then the next day uh arsenal hosting uh, watford arsenal right. win one to zero man and i think they have s- six wins in a row yeah
2: based on goals and i mean shots and, and shots on target they deserve to win but the way they scored the goal was you know kind of controversial problematic there should have been a, a moment of fair play where the team kicked the ball out but they didn't they took it down all the way and scored the goal. So there's a lot of questions about the validity of ML Smith Roll's goal, but you know, at the end of the day, it's one of those things where it's a competition and players are are gonna sacrifice sometimes morals or you know things like that to get the win, and they did. And and to be fair, it's not as sour because they played better. But in truth, it should have been a nil nil
0: draw. I felt well. I was good. They got they got a, a penalty you know? save. They got they got a, a bunch of uh, bombing uh, bottles. So I think it all works
1: out.
2: I, I still think it was a, a a moment of lack of respect, I think, from Arsenal to do that. But, you know, <laughs> they need every point they can get. So they're playing well right now. I'm not going to take that away from them. But I just felt bad for Watford and, and Claudio Ranieri, who I thought played a, a game that deserved um, a draw. You know, but...
0: Yeah, um... You think so? You think they deserve a draw?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, also the red card. I mean, it was late, but I didn't think it was a red card either. But you know,
0: fair yeah, play. it's funny that Arsenal gets re- really—they're the ones that get a. Uh, I mean, I know it doesn't really mean much, but they don't—they don't really get a lot of uh, calls lately. in The last few seasons, they're usually on the. On I think the, we notice when they the don't short get
2: when they don't get calls, and we just let it. Just, we just forget about it when they do get calls because they're a big club, but I don't know. I think it's pretty even.
0: They, they've had they've had some pretty bad decisions not go their way or and they've had some pretty them.
2: bad ones go in their favor too
0: like which ones i, I can't uh, really think of any i mean
2: this one just in particular for going off recency but
0: but there's nothing illegal about that no
2: i mean there is there is it's a sportsman like thing you know uh, there's
0: nothing in the rules that goes against it right, right. I maybe mean, no, it's not it, right it's,
2: it's no no it's it's but, a respect but, but it's, thing. Not it's, a, respect it's not it's not like a thing i'd be having it, the same conversation if wofford scored a one nil goal against them in the same manner it's a respecting but yeah but but it's not a rule but uh,
0: but i'm not gonna hang my hat on and say that oh they didn't really deserve that shot or they got lucky because of that
2: yeah no i mean i I never said that by the way i said i don't think they deserve the the goal that goal should have never been scored it should have been a dead ball possession back in their hands we're talking about a different game maybe i don't know or they could have got scored on in two minutes I i really don't know but i'm saying that that goal shouldn't have stood but you know that's that's football it's kind of like when ha- when it happened with Leeds in the championship, you know, uh, a proper manager is going to rectify the mistake or you just don't you just don't do it, you know. But like I said, Arsenal are in a position where they need to win every match uh, because they have not only do they have to win over the fans, you know, they have to try to get back up on the table. So, yeah. Um,
0: and they're yeah. on a good run, too.
2: Yeah, they are. They are. You know,
0: I don't really see them slowing down bar like some kind of um I don't know some kind of weird little hiccup I mean defensively they're pretty good and uh, attacking I guess other than Aubameyang they they're doing all right um moving on from that uh Everton and Tottenham which we were just watching right now uh nil nil donuts two I guess good managers right do, do you consider that two good managers
2: yeah, good would be the proper adjective.
0: And uh Leeds and Leicester again, another draw, 1-1. One, one. Um and then West Ham and Liverpool, that was that was actually a pretty good match. Yeah. I don't know if you managed to catch that.
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was um, a good game.
0: I th- I felt like they were pretty even. A lot of people were talking about that the first goal from uh from uh you know, it was like a... Uh, a foul on the keeper. A foul on, on Allison, and I don't know. I, nah, it's, I it's don't really clear. have a problem with it. I, I guess I guess the only thing I can say is Obama kind of extended his arm in a weird way that blocked Allison's arm. But, you know, I you're the keeper, man. You're supposed to go out stronger. If you don't go out stronger, I don't see what... Yeah, you're the
2: only player that can use your hands. You know?
0: You're the only player that can use your hands, and you can... Goddamn. But you can you're protected in your box and you don't use all that, so... I don't know. Boo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> really. Um, uh, other than that, I, th- I thought it was a really good game. West Ham, f- while not being, like, the most... Uh, they, they have a way of attacking that's very coherent. Yeah,
2: they're yeah, a good that, counter-attacking team. For yeah,
0: sure. yeah. They're, they're not necessarily going to hold on to the ball a whole lot and... I would say that they're mostly a counter-attacking side but the way they they're able to generate those attacks and the way they use Fornals and Miguel antonio and and uh bowen who's such a good fucking player on the right um su is there doing all the nitty gritty and uh declan rice is also the golden boy of the moment and i think he's a lot more proven than than uh, connor gallagher that we were just talking about that guy's that guy's gonna go for a lot of money in, in the next In the next summer I think I don't know if he's staying with West Ham
2: Yeah he should probably at some point Get a, a bigger contract somewhere
0: He's the big Probably one of the he's main reasons He's the big reasons. kahuna Yeah Sure Good yeah. player Very good player And uh Is that it? Yeah, yeah Yeah that's it Cause this week is a International break And there's not much else Going on club wise Nope. So um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. And we'll talk about that next week. Um, and uh, anything else that we need to talk about? You want to talk about La Liga? I mean, we already talked about Barcelona.
2: Mm, yeah, no, we you know they're...
0: Barcelona and Atletico. We let two, three. Were in two, three, three draws.
2: Yeah, they drew. They drew over the weekend. Probably draws that shouldn't have occurred, but that's football, you know. Uh, one point's better than none, and well, they move worldly of a goal by griezmann i think he's starting to play his best football again and yeah no surprise there i mean you know that's who he was playing his best football with prior you know still saying yeah on. i feel like he shouldn't game. have
0: left in the first place
2: yeah that was that was the most unnecessary move i mean it's one of them at least but yeah it's i think uh, atleti are, are gonna improve slightly in that respect they have just another reliable player that can finish you know relatively well Suarez is still a factor, and you know he's eating. Um, but yeah, man, uh, just one of those things where it's gonna be a marathon this season. I think it's between you know Atleti, Madrid, and uh, Sociedad. Possibly if they continue playing in the form they're playing in now.
0: Shit, man. Yeah, I think uh, I mean Atleti slowed down a lot. They're not they're not really defending the same way that they used to. Their defense is actually probably one of their their weak points.
2: I I think it's it's rectifiable. Um the problem is that last season they were just so good. They set the standard so good, def, you know, defensively. They were getting 1-0 wins. This year they're actually scoring more. But yeah, I do agree their defense needs to tighten up. And I think um, you know, they they are lacking like a a, a center back to partner up with Jimenez. And you know, that's that's something that's kind of the only glaring uh, gap there, but I do like them.
0: Savage is, you know, much older now.
2: Twenty-one Savage, yeah.
0: Um. slow down a bit, and city uh,
2: legend. Uh, is he? That he is. Uh, did we already talk about that? Possibly. Yeah.
0: Uh, actually, I see. Uh, I. what a goal that! I don't know. Uh, I, like.
2: You don't not a big Ward Prowse guy. Nah, I don't even think that was WordPress.
0: That no Smith, Row.
2: Oh, <laughs> I look like Southampton from here.
0: Uh yeah uh. Yeah, the players are still running at him. I don't know if. Oof.
2: Damn, that would have been sick. Oof if it. oof oof oof. That's a tough angle
0: though. It is. But you know. Should have held on to it probably.
2: Ronaldo's. I mean, well, Ronaldo, Riguero, Suarez, players like that are making that though. Oh yeah.
1: Jesus.
0: Uh...
2: Diving ass motherfucker.
0: Dang, like that. Anyway, yeah, I, I feel like Madrid. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, it, it's it's Madrid's title to. He to didn't lose.
2: shake his hand after the match.
0: I don't think that's up to uh, to Arteta, man.
2: Yeah, you know you were wrong, my boy. Just, I don't think so. Just move on. Well, with what, it. what do you want him to do? Do what Bielsa did. But I know he doesn't have the cojones to do that because he's a.
0: Well, the other d- defenders are running at the guy, and it's it's Aww. in the run of play. It's not it's not the same thing. It's definitely not the same thing.
2: Bollocks, bollocks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just feel I have feel bad for a team that's obviously not as good as Arsenal. Play they played up to their to their standard, but you know it's just over some shit like that. Uh, Arsenal should be scoring a valid goal to win.
0: That's all I'm saying. It's a valid goal to me. I don't think it's as egregious as you made it sound.
2: Well. I, I'm not the one that's making it sound like that Ranieri is, you know, I'm not the only one And a lot of pundits said, you know, even Steve Nichols, who I'm not a fucking fan of But he's like, yeah, that that goal shouldn't Have been counted, but whatever It's football, you know, it's a respect thing Not every team's gonna Gonna do that, you know And, you know, in the moment that City Something like that would happen I know it's it's hard to believe But I would prefer them just to give the goal away Um, so we can actually say we actually legitimately beat this team, you know? Does
0: the player even see the guy, like, hurt? We don't know that.
2: No, but, you know, players were stopping and asking for a pause in the
0: game, but... Not the defenders, because there was two defenders coming at him.
2: I mean, no, well, yeah, of course, you know, you're not going to just stand still and just allow the opponent who's not stopping with the ball to continue going, but I'm just saying, it's... They know what they're doing, man, but fair enough, three points, that's good for Arsenal, right? I mean, they're not going to remember this, they're not going to remember all this shit. It's going to be three points, that's what it is, you know, and... I just feel for Ranieri who's now on the hot seat, you know, as well. Is he? Yeah, um, that's what they're saying. That's what the papers in the rumor mill are saying. <laughs> That'd be crazy to have two sackings that consecutively, but they're they're I mean, still kind
0: of Wafford is a kind of a shit show too.
2: Yeah, I mean they're they're kinda of like Queen's Park Rangers, you know, like that type of team. Up down, up down.
0: Yeah. Um what else, man? Is that it? I think so. All right. Well, uh, Mexico, USA, the bad hombres versus the good guys. I know which side I'm on. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's it. Bottle Soccer Talk number 69. How
2: did I miss that? Yeah.
0: Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, it looks like uh, Jack Harrison's talent left with his bun.
2: Possibly. I don't know who's had a bigger drop off him or Harry Kane, but we'll have to wait to see. What <laughs> well, the...
0: yeah. Harry Kane's sturdy, though.
2: Used he, to be. Yeah.
0: I think he's allowed. Uh, it's
2: It it's I happens. Mean, you're getting outscored by defenders on your own team. Maybe, yeah. It on, some, on some teams, yeah. One goal, one assist. Pathetic. <laughs> no, pathetic. I mean, he's the 10, right? We've got to scrutinize him.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. He's having a shit season. Yeah, but you know, looking at the body of his work, it's not like that's not his.
2: That's not his pedal. That's right. not. Yeah, I get it. We. That's gonna, not who
0: I am. Well,
2: a few more years of that, son, and you'll be in the championship. I promise you. <laughs> shit,
0: yeah. He, he's, I doubt that. At this that, point, man. he's just like glorified with, Charlie Austin with, with dudes with dudes like Chris uh, Wood, <laughs> yeah. with dudes like uh, Andros Townsend, and uh, who who else keeps having like like they're not that great. Andy Carroll,
2: Andy Carroll, you know,
0: you know, Hama. Andy King, you know. Uh, just just players that that were never all that great. He meant yeah. Ooh. Um but anyway, bottled that's episode right. number 69. Two guys, two mics, two pints. And uh that's this is our farewell. Anything else, man?
2: Au revoir? No. That's it. Come on, come on, United States. I believe that we
0: will win. (laughs) So much belief.